Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is WrestleMania. Hello, WrestleManiacs, and hello, Pete. WrestleManiacs. We've not used that for a little while. I know, but if we don't use it, then it lapses. <laughs> we people, lose the copyright. People will steal it. People will start yeah. doing at WrestleManiacs, and then they'll start harvesting people's bank details. I don't want to have any copyrighted phrases, because then we'll have to protect that copyright by going after the most rubbish of all the wrestling podcasts. <laughs> I've been in operations where we've had to do that before, and it's... Yeah, inedifying it is it is <laughs> you, you, you know it, the problem is you see is you end up swimming with the shit don't you it's, <laughs> it's very difficult not to get covered in shit yourself no, exactly. I don't say that about the wrestling podcasts I mean some of them are very good um, a lot of them aren't no dreadful I, I was listening to one the other day that was uh, three and a half hours long why would they do that don't know and <laughs> I, I, re- I really don't know it was, I think we labour really the point sometimes well we do I mean we're doing Wrestlemania 7 over three three episodes I know yeah Wrestlemania 6 was the same I mean that is that's taking the bit <laughs> but <laughs> I listened to this one the other day I, it was oh it's awful Pete it's awful <laughs> what it, it made me do? cross what were they do- what, uh, what was the subject can you reveal the subject without actually kind of yeah, they, they, I, I listened to it because it was called The Rockers uh, and it had special sort of uh, interest in Marty Jannetty. Right. And I was looking forward to that. And it was someone who's been in the business for a long time. Yes. A man sitting opposite him asking questions about it. That's which good. Which is a good format. Not but for three hours. I could do with a bit of editing. Could do with a bit of editing. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I know we don't edit this particularly. You know, we, we take no. out some of the, the more sort of, you know, often when we're discussing our inventions, we, <laughs> <laughs> we like to take that out because we don't want anyone ripping us off. No, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's mainly McCall Culkin and Michael Jackson related. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Well, you know, but, but they, what the, wrestlers you know, have things done. that go back and forth, it's, you know, you'll a multitude su- of uses. You'll be surprised how many things we Google and we realise that, yes, that wrestler did that. <laughs> yes. And we're fine. Yeah, our list, of, our list of wrestlers we definitely would have sex with and definitely he wouldn't have sex with uh, we got some disagreements over there yeah Junk, exactly Junk, Junkyard right. Dog appears on some of the one of your lists and the other is of mine but they're very much too uh, too, I want, too I want uh, bounce very on his distinct belly. yeah I want a big top belly I want to kiss his beautiful face <laughs> turns uh, out we got so much in common after all I know right oh. Oh, welcome back to Wrestlemania 7 this is part 2 so if you have yes. missed the first part you can just go and listen to that for uh, crying out loud I should start putting the titles of what Wrestlemania were talking about in the titles yeah. but I just I just got excited yeah. I uploaded about 7 episodes in a row yeah. I was like I just want to square this away until April yeah. and then we're golden <laughs> yeah absolutely 
absolutely. And if this one is still going, then you'll also have edited that bit that we ended uh, WrestleMania 5 with. Yes. Where we talked about some of the notorious wrestling rumours. Mark, we took most of that Macho Man Randy Summit stuff out. Good. Because it was so problematic. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, but hey, listeners... You know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. If you've even got a passing interest in that, <laughs> you've got a passing interest in the future of this podcast. Yeah, maybe Macho Man had a list of some superstars he wanted to sleep with. We'll, <laughs> we'll literally never know. No. No. Let's go <laughs> <laughs> on to uh, the next match, which oh. is Jake the Snake Roberts versus Rick Martel in a blindfold match. Uh... That, is this, that was is not this a, common? <laughs> not, not a happy sound. No, it's it's a rather uh, again an edifying start to a podcast. We're talking about two men in a in a in a blindfold. This a, for a long time was regarded as being one of the worst matches of all time. Uh, it's uh, really the only time, apart from in the build up to this particular match, mm. they ever did a blindfold match. Right, and they used to be occasionally used. It's got a good storyline behind it that Rick Martel sprays his arrogance perfume into Jake's eyes. Yes, I mean that works, and the. And the actual kind of little there's a bit where jake runs into i think before he gets his eyes all messed up mm. he dives into the uh, ring and he's got chinos on and mm. a really bill cosby jumper and he looks like greg evergan <laughs> from my two dads <laughs> yeah. which is very enjoyable very but good other than that it, it, again good narrative jake terrible was not, execution jake was not a good father like greg evergan um, i'm sure he'd be the first to admit that as he as he has done a number of times he's not my dad it made no. it sound like i was his son is jake the snake your dad uh, no no jake, right. jake the snake roberts is not is my he, dad this yeah. rumor must stop um, i look more is like adrian adonis <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I tell you i tell you this it's honestly if you told people that, that jake the snake roberts was your dad i don't think pe- many people would go what do you know we had a friend who met the british bulldog's daughter that's right, yes. And she's okay. a very, very pretty girl. Yes. She's a very pretty girl. There's, you can tell she's the British Bulldog's daughter. They've mm. got something very similar in, mm. in the face. And, and that, you know, that was magic. I, I don't know. I bet there's lots of people over the years who have pretended that famous wrestlers are their dads <laughs> in, a, in an attempt to sleep with a member of the opposite sex that has not worked. No. <laughs> <laughs> never, never heard of the wrestler in question. Yeah. Hey, baby, would you like to sleep with Giant Haystacks' nephew? <laughs> <laughs> not, not one of the great come on lines. <laughs> you want to fuck Mr. Fuji's offspring? <laughs> Didn't work for me. Won't work for you. No. Whether you're Hawaiian or Japanese, it doesn't really fucking matter. <laughs> uh, nowadays, you see the wrestlers' kids who are becoming wrestlers, and there's some very attractive ones. Yes. It's not like in the 90s where if you said, Mum, Mum, uh, you know, you've got to watch WrestleMania because I'm having sex with someone on there. <laughs> she would really go, oh my Mum, I got my poor baby. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, if I said to my mum, you've got to watch WrestleMania because, well, I wouldn't be able to say it because none of them would sleep with me, but they, they, they are gorgeous people for both sexes. Yes. Um, well done, today's modern, sexually attractive WWF superstars. Sexy people. Mm. It's about, about time that even wrestling was only open to attractive people, isn't it? They got rid of all that. They've got pop music, they've got acting, now they've fucking taken wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's next? Sod Dots. Off, sod off Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sick. Um, a credit to Jake Roberts, because Jake Roberts is so good in the build-up to this match. Mm. And then... Oh, Pete. The promo uh, where he cuts, where he's... Again, I've spoken at length about how much I love his voice. Mm. Um, he, he, he is actually very good at doing the talking bits, but he is as creepy as fuck. Mm. Like, 
we always do it best in the dark. He is. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is that I, a snake? I was... No. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's not a snake. <laughs> but it's hungry. It's hungry. I, I've abused it as much as I've abused my snake. <laughs> it's kind of like he half finishes words. <laughs> Why don't I run? I sometimes tread on this too. Wow. <laughs> well Very done, you. Jack. Very um, impressive. Uh, this is a rare bit that Jake <laughs> Roberts absolutely fucking ballses the entire thing up a bit. <laughs> you won't have seen it because it took me about three goes. Okay. There's a point as they're getting set up, mm. they put the masks on. Yeah. And Jake rubs his nose because it's itching. And he puts his hand up the mask to scratch his nose. Where the... <laughs> and you can see there's a mesh panel across the <laughs> eyes where you can suddenly see his hand perfectly through. Fantastic. Absolutely ruined it. So you know, all oh, right, this yeah, is yeah, this Everyone entire can see what now, they're doing, yeah. Now, I know yeah. it's not going to be real blindfolds. No. Because, I mean, you know, you want to have some ability to give something to the crowd. I yeah. know it's not a real legitimate spot. But, but wrestlers, work with us on this one. You, it, how am I Go going along with the to suspend my disbelief if Jake is going to stick his hand up through that, that mark, disbelief, and I will see his hand through the mesh. Now, Rick, Rick Martel, people go, oh yeah, good, good journeyman and everything. Mm. Rick Martel didn't fuck up this WrestleMania no. moment. No, he didn't. Jake <laughs> he... absolutely ruined it. Martel does um, quite a good chair gag. I quite enjoy it. He thinks that Jake is behind him because mm. he steps backwards into the post, into the turnbuckle. And he swings a chair at the turnbuckle. And even he's surprised about how hard yeah. he's hit the chair yeah. at the turnbuckle. It was actually quite really nicely done. And at the same time, there's a guy in the crowd who stands up in a weird kind of vest and sunglasses combo. And goes, Jake's in the ring. He's in the ring. He's banging to it. And yeah. I get into it because of him. The crowd, he's selling it more. The crowd are Jake. massively into it. Because... The, Jake starts doing a thing where he's essentially going hot, hot, cold, 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 yeah, hot, yeah. hot, hot. Trying to clap sometimes as well. Yeah, with mm. 16,000 people <laughs> going, yes, to try and get it across. <laughs> it, I, I thought it was actually sort of fun. The fact yeah. they've only done one, you go, oh, it's actually quite a sort of, you know, little novelty. I, I sort of enjoyed it. And again, it's one of those matches that I've, I've only really seen once. And every yes. time it was on the video, I'd go, oh, God, get rid of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching it again, I was like, actually, this is sort of fun. Well, you know, again, something different. I'd not seen anything like that before. And you, mm. you sort of look at these kind of little gimmicks, like uh, is it body bag matches and stuff like that. These, yeah. these kind of funny little kind of uh, outliers that kind of prove how good wrestling is. Yeah. You've got these little gimmicky things. There's, like, oh, there's a bit that I loved where Rick Martel does a slam on Jake Roberts. Mm. And then he takes one step. And as he does an elbow drop, Jake's already rolled away. But he can't see that because of the mask. Yes. And so he just does a really nice picture-perfect elbow drop. And the crowd... They've got enough time to go, oh, he's going to do an elbow drop. And then he does it, and they just go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was magic. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, uh, Damien gets, again, uh, he, and he hasn't got the excuse of still having the hood on. Mm. I know Damien is all neck. <laughs> but he really pulls on that snaky neck. Doesn't he? Just. Doesn't oh, he? Why it's... must I keep watching? <laughs> A man abusing a snake. <laughs> how many other? How many times have I got to watch this again? How many other WrestleManias has Jake the Snake in, Mark? Because oh, I can't. I don't think I can go through another. Only next year, right? I have a feeling this is Damien's last WrestleMania. I'm not bloody surprised. No, they do, they do an angle where Earthquake gives it an earthquake splash right. uh, during the year, mm. um, but uh, I think he's got a sort of quite sort of yellow one that's a bit smaller. <laughs> oh, God. 
and, and surprisingly, a new pair of snakeskin boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right. The Undertaker yes. versus Super Super Murder Jimmy Violence. Um, uh, Undertaker comes out with Paul Bearer. Uh, and they do cut to the, the audience to show kids looking not scared, a no. bit unsettled. Again, I think Paul Bearer... I don't like Paul Bearer, but not because I'm scared of him, it's because I think he's disgusting. Yes. I think I don't like his... His painted eye, eyebrows. Nope. His, I don't his like his skin that painted skin. up. Yeah, the fact he was a genuine embalmer at one point. Oh, in was his he life. right? Okay, yeah. and his real name is Percy Pringle the Third. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm back on board with him. It's unusual if you're called Paul Bearer and you go, "That's much better than the name I've got." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. This is the start of the streak. Which so yes, is oh. is one of the, the the biggest sort of records in fictional sports entertainment. Mm. Um, it's the only real uh, achievement that you can get. It's bigger than sort of um, belts and things. Mm. And it will never happen again. It's the Arsenal Invincible season. <laughs> it is. The Undertaker goes for essentially 20... Ooh, gosh, I can't even remember now. 25 years. A quarter of a century. Never beaten at a WrestleMania. Right. And it goes on and on. And it becomes something. It doesn't start... They don't plan it from this year, 1991, no. that he's going to have this. And it takes them about 10 years to go, oh, do you know what? He's never lost at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> they have no idea. We did this inexplicably and we didn't even notice that we no. did it. And it grows and people mm. start holding up signs, you know, that sort of say 15-0, that yeah. sort of thing, when he's doing his 15th match. Yeah. And so it's a natural thing that grows, but mm. it becomes the only legitimate record in sports entertainment wrestling. Right. Because it will never happen again. No. And it became something that people did not want to see broken. Mm. Uh, and so it became a thing every year where as they upped the stakes on it, you know, would it be broken? And mm. it became a legitimate sporting thing that people really got behind. They lucked into it. But it's, it's amazing when you think they could have had him beaten at any point and that yeah. would never have happened. Yeah. Um, it was ultimately broken many, many years later and I'm sure we'll get to that in about seven years' time. Uh, by Brock Lesnar. Mm. But while it lasted, there was a period where it became the biggest thing in WrestleMania yeah. for a number of years. But I, the, uh, this is the first, obviously, the first uh, WrestleMania for, um, for The Undertaker. Yeah. And he's so tall, and look how thick his hair is. And he I looks know. so young it's compared so to... so ginger. <laughs> yes, it really, is very ginger, of, isn't it? Yeah, and you forget, you know, he is someone that, that you've watched now for, oh, you know, this is uh, 28, 30 years. Yeah. You know, you're more used to seeing him now than you are then. Yes. But, good Lord, I mean, to have grown up on television, it's the equivalent, you know, you know, AI, the mm. film, it was originally Stanley Kubrick wanted to use the same actor throughout and he was going to film it over a number of years mm. so you would see the child age in real time, which yeah. is sort of what they did with Boyhood. Yes. But Stanley Kubrick wanted to do it that it was a man, you know, became a man from being a boy. Mm. Well, that's what the WWE did with Undertaker. <laughs> you see him, and he's probably, what, 24, 25? Yeah. And you're still seeing him now. He's coming up to 60. <laughs> they can tell his story in a way that Stanley Kubrick would go, that is Amazing. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw him at um, the O2, didn't we? Mm. And he was uh, very immobile, obviously, because he was ancient. Yeah. But... I, I've seen him over the years, so I'd mm. seen him at Wembley against the Ultimate Warrior um, just shortly after this WrestleMania. Right. Um, and then I've seen him all the way up. I saw... WrestleMania 25, the mm. only WrestleMania that I've been to, which is probably the greatest WrestleMania match of all time mm. between him and Shawn Michaels yes. for the first time. Um, and you see him now, and, you know, he is... Uh, he's a big man. He's mm. He is, what, six, eight, 
six he nine. Is gigantic. And you can take a little bit of pinch of salt wrestling, but probably not that that far off that. Mm. He's a guy who's been working in this sport for a very, very long mm. time. His joints must be shot. Yeah. You know, he probably is having, I think he's had hip replacements since. Mm. But he's still going. He's a remarkable man to be at the top of your industry. And he really is mm. the top man. You might say, well, his time has passed. But he is still a, a legitimate superstar in this business. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to think of anyone who has had the level of success and the level of respect that he has had. He's been at that level since 1991, mm. and he's never dipped. Yeah. Amazing. And he and, went through his biker affairs as well. Yeah. He must he, have survived that. He had, he had some, some gimmick <laughs> tweaks to keep him fresh <laughs> over the years. But, you know, uh, uh, the longevity of that man's career mm. is absolutely unrivaled. The only person you could say has had the same length of career mm. in the same era... Uh, and it, very different eras that they've travelled through mm. is Dustin Rhodes, Goldust. Yes, but Goldust was never at, as the, big as, at yeah. the same the same level. So, I mean, Undertaker is 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 they call him the Phenom as a nickname. He is a, a absolute once in a lifetime, not even once in a lifetime, probably once in an industry. Yeah, uh, phenomenon. Success he is, story. He is remarkable, and it starts here. And you wouldn't really know. No, but it's simply because. You know, it's, a, it's not a long match. So, yeah. Know, it's pretty... Uh... The gimmick, you know, his, his costume is a bit sort of out of the Halloween store. <laughs> he's got very sort of... He's got that thing of, of tattered sleeves, but they're very neatly cut. Yes. You know, with, with, with good tailoring scissors. <laughs> uh, and he takes on uh, Jimmy Snooker. Um, nice, you know, for, for Jimmy Snooker, you know, to have death, you know, in his life <laughs> and he, not be by his own hand. No, exactly. Um, but this is... <laughs> <laughs> a man he'd seen before. This is through I mean, the I eyes mean, of a loved one. They give Snooker nothing mm. in this match. I think he does two moves right. in the entire thing, and the rest is just Undertaker mm. smashing him up. Yep. So there is a statement of intent there. They knew they were onto something with the Undertaker. They'd mm. never really seen a reaction like it. Yep. And he then goes on later in the year to beat Hogan uh, for the belt. Yep. Um, uh, he then loses it back in quite short succession. Um, but he's then. This is a time when people don't win the WWF title. All right. And so for him to win it, it was an instant, instantly sort of put him in that firmament of mm. untouchable stars. Right. He's, he's a remarkable man. The other thing about him is he's, he's very good at staying in character, so he doesn't, there's no autobiography that he's Well, that's done. what I mean, is that I, I've never seen any kind of, like, there's not that many interviews with him and stuff like no. that. No. He's actually quite, he stares in there, doesn't he? He really does. And there's, there's uh, a couple of documentaries on the network about uh, the WrestleMania that he took part in where he, he fought Roman Reigns. Mm. And there's just a couple of bits where he talks out of character. Mm. And I think it's, I mean, you can count on the number of, the, you know, fingers on one hand. Like genuinely How many times, like, oh, yeah, God. he is actually, you know, so in that, he's going, I just hope I'm not disappointing, you know. And it's, and it's so bizarre to think that that man, <laughs> Kubrick, again, would be amazed. He has spent 30 years in character. Yeah. You know, I presume he does it at home. If he doesn't do it at home, I think he's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, for me, that was one of the stand-up moments of this WrestleMania. You're like, oh, shit, this is where it all began. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, to, to think that, oh, you think of the matches that he would go on to have. Mm. Oh, just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing to see how far he comes. Yeah. And how far the business comes with him, you know. Astonishing stuff. Fantastic. Next match, one of the, uh, the, the the sort of secondary main event here. Yes. The Ultimate Warrior versus the Macho King, Randy Savage, in a career-ending match. Mm. Um, Donald Trump comes in for this. He's about. He comes down on, on the front <laughs> He's row. He's us. His then-girlfriend, Marla Maples, was on the show as one of the celebrities. Um, 
so he's she had also been to every WrestleMania with him, apparently, even though he was there with his wife. Yes. She oh, sat a few rows okay. back. Oh, good. Uh, which means that Trump has now done WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 5, and then uh, WrestleMania 7. Okay. So out of the first seven WrestleManias, he's been to three. <laughs> It's astonishing, isn't he's it? He's probably sat through fewer. He's probably sat through fewer briefings, <laughs> yeah. like morning kind of security briefings. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Uh, it's... Send Jared to this WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't have? Cl- he doesn't even have claims for WrestleMania. That's actually a funny thing. Is none of his kids are there, and, and the kids would enjoy <laughs> yeah, this. The kids would actually enjoy but, it. No, you can't go to that. <laughs> what can we go to? Well, later you can go to very top secret meetings, <laughs> um, but, but you are not going to watch Dino Bravo on temporary clearance. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. (laughs) 
good Hain- Hainan, Hainan takes over for this uh, commentary, which is quite good. Yeah. Thank fucking Christ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's very good at this. He's very good at, at going, the Ultimate Warrior is a bozo and the Macho King is brilliant. And yes. it's a good balance they have there. Mm. He was never, he was so good, Heenan, because he's so old school. He mm. knows that you don't go, this guy is the shits. Yeah. You go, this guy is a lunatic. He doesn't know his own strength, mm. you know. And you go, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. Mm. And so even though you're saying he's rubbish and he can't wrestle, you're doing it in a way that you're going, he's still really good and, they, and he could win easily yeah. and isn't he a threat? Mm. You know, just clever old school stuff that right. sometimes people forget to do. Um, ah. But uh, the, the, the reason they have a career-ending match is Randy Savage uh, is married at this point to Elizabeth. Yes. Uh, in the storyline on TV, they're not married. Mm. Uh, but they are married in real life. And he wanted to leave wrestling because he wanted to get off steroids because they wanted to try for a family. Right. So he needed uh, a way of coming off the road so that he could drop the steroids yep. and hope that his fertility uh, would increase. Hope his testicles go back to the normal size. Absolutely. They didn't, in the end, unfortunately, have children. Right. And uh, they ended up getting divorced in 1992, uh, about oof, eight months after they had a televised wedding at SummerSlam 91. Oh, good. Oh, it's so depressing. <laughs> so at this time, they're having difficulties and the mm. entire thing builds up around this great moment. It's that funny thing, like when we talked about Andre the Giant, where he does the turn at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. Where he goes against Bobby Heenan, gives him a punch, and everyone cheers and they yeah. love it. And this is the perfect bit of wrestling sort of sleight of hand mm. where they managed to make... Match around Andy Savage, who's been a bad guy for the last three and a half, two and a half years, they make him a good guy within five seconds. <laughs> right. And the audience go crazy when he's reunited with Elizabeth. Oh, like, so, so it all kicks off with um, Randy Savage coming out with uh, Queen Sherry, mm. who, um, I think we said last time, she's great news. Isn't she? Like, we're very much, uh, very much excited by Queen Sherry. Yeah. She's gone a bit too Edwina Curry in this one. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely but, right. But Do you know makes what? me almost, but makes good me think, God. Do I fancy Edwina Curry a bit you more than I thought? You have put, absolutely, the, 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 you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> Edwina Curry was around at this time. She is like 91, 92. Right. And watching Sensational Sherry, I never found her attractive. Mm. And the reason I never found her attractive is you're 100% right. She is like an American Edwina Curry. Or the woman out of The Jerk who has the bike. Or the witch from Chalton and the Wheelies. <laughs> They've got a vague Or oh, the witch from look. Puddle Lane. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're doing a naughty thing here where we're two white lads sitting in a thing talking about a boys' sport and we've just referenced that a woman looks like two witches. Yes, but that was very much... That's why she was dressed up with that kind of she eye was. makeup. She was, she and was supposed to be. Dressed, she was supposed to be the witch, wasn't I find she? her sensational now. Oh, yeah, exactly. Then, you As see, a grown I, man, you're like... I, I met Edwina Curry about six years ago. And I thought she was surprisingly saucy. She, uh, yeah, massively. Uh, yeah, uh, she, uh, it, you sort of look back and you sort of go, oh, this is weird, wasn't it? John yeah. Major. But everyone at that kind of, everyone was a bit naughty, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> weren't they? Naughty. Weren't they? I found out, I thought she was delightfully saucy over yeah. the curry. Yeah. Um, massively this is this is not that it's also I mean you know well, hey look we all, I'm also very attracted to some left wing politicians <laughs> so I want to I want to keep I want to be whipped I want to be whipped by a, a woman dressed as a Nazi <laughs> <laughs> a woman dressed as Mussolini 
this is this is put an orange. This is what everyone thinks in the middle of every podcast is like. <laughs> but it starts off, it starts off fine, and then it's just two blokes talking about their <laughs> sexual <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! Miss Elizabeth, so boring, but Queen Sherry, so interesting. <laughs> They represent. They represent the two different, the light and shade, the two different polarities that women can be. They they can they can either be beautiful and boring, or or they can be wild and sexy and nothing in between. It doesn't matter though, Matt. Nobody we know or love or care about will ever hear this. We're in the middle of episode oh, 15 or something Absolutely. like that, wherever we're in. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, sadly, everyone in this match is dead. Oh, yeah, I guess they are. Apart from Edwina Curry. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? This is, this is a great match, and um, mm. I, I, it's more iconic than great, I think. Um, the old yeah. warrior... Um, he's wearing his colours that I can't remember from school. Yeah. Like, the, the, the colours are kind of like the off... They're garish, they're kind of, they're off green, off pink, yeah. kind of sort of electric, but a bit too grubby to be electric. I kind of remember this kind of colour, because he changes his face paint, sometimes he changes colours every now and he again. He did. After they, they'd they had the, the uh, WrestleMania 6 and he mm. becomes the champion, yeah. they begin tweaking it, right. because they're going, why uh, is this not working? And so mm. they begin looking at his look as well. Yeah. And this is all part, by the time you get to WrestleMania 7, he's got a slightly different look to the one that he always had. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's it's tweaking. He is good in this. He's not a good wrestler. No, but he gets the drama of this. Yeah, and Randy Savage is astonishing. Yeah, I don't think Randy Savage has a bad WrestleMania match. No, but but like uh, but Macho Man was excellent. Yeah, he was excellent. In he's created more kind of iconic moments in the in the wrestling that I've seen. Yeah, and you really notice he's faster than everyone else, and he's constantly moving. There was the flying elbows from. Uh, like Macho Man, who jumps off top rope, wherever and he lands, like <laughs> where his head yeah. snaps back. And I'm like, I don't think he's pulling any no. of those. How do you even pull that? It's a famous move that really hurts what? when he when he does it. There is no way Jeez. for him to do it and not hurt you. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, there there is no difference from him doing a, like a savage elbow. It's called. There's no right. difference between him doing it in a real uh, if wrestling was real yeah. and versus him going uh, I know wrestling's not real mm. he still just lands on your throat with his elbow it's an astonishing move <laughs> and it looks amazing you know uh, what What can he do just sort of go oh gonna, I'll, what I'll do is before I land I'll fan my hands out and that'll slow <laughs> no, me a little bit you can't fan an elbow out nothing you just have to go mate I'm, I'm sorry about okay. this but unfortunately this is the move I chose so <laughs> <laughs> nine times out of ten I'm not gonna crush you in one pipe <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna have to jam a pencil through your Adam's <laughs> <laughs> and this is to to make a track of th- th- me. This is also part of an era where people didn't kick out of the big moves. Right. So at WrestleMania six, Hulk Hogan misses his leg drop. Warrior rolls out the way, and mm. then he gets pinned. And part of the reason for that is because if Hogan had done the leg drop and Warrior had kicked out, people would have been like, "Oh, the leg drop doesn't work." And so right. in this match, because Savage is essentially retiring, going off into the sunset, mm. his move can almost be retired with him. Right. So you can do it again and again and again. And the drama of that. <laughs> and I do remember watching this for the first time and thinking, shit, he's hit it twice. He's definitely, and him going up a third and going, well, he's not going to hit it. And in hitting the third one and going, shit, he's going to win. Yeah. I, I, you know, the idea that he was then going to lose after that. I don't think I'd ever seen a match like that before. <laughs> and, and, and what a great, what a great, you know, just a really good match. So yeah, and and and, and to be fair, 
Another moment from the match I remember was Warrior lifting a man of matra man, Randy Savage's weight, mm. above his head. I know he's jacked. I know he's yeah. probably helped by his, his tight, um, his <laughs> Vain. tight, tight, veiny arms. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but he lifts a man right above his head. And that's like WWF video game kind of quality stuff. Yeah. It's like, wow, that guy's really heavy. And there's no fake in that. Yeah. Like, you can't sandbag that effectively. You can't no. sort of fuck that up no I, I mean that is that is the move really that mm. made Warrior a superstar right because there is no move in wrestling that is more part of wrestling than just lifting someone above your head <laughs> incredible That's, I mean it's it's a thrilling thing to watch <laughs> um, yeah it's um, I mean just it's one of those classic Wrestlemania matches more talked mm. about I think than watched right but I didn't mind watching it you didn't mind watching it. Didn't mind watching it no, at it was all. Good. And I think Sherry was really good at the end. She she begins kicking the prone macho man, <laughs> and then Elizabeth comes out of the crowd and just uh, you know chucks her to one side. Yeah. So uh, so they're not together, macho man, and obviously macho man is with Eliz- uh, with, um, with Sherry. Sherry, and then Miss Elizabeth, who's watching from the crowd, she yeah. comes back to macho man, and they have a a, a tearful uh, reuniting. And, they and cut to the women in the crowd. The women in the crowd are bawling. I get a little bit emotional. I've yeah. got a bit of a t- I was like, oh, they oh were really, really blubbing. And the um, and Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan at this time, Heenan's like just outwardly laughing at women crying. <laughs> Heenan's, hey, maybe your shoes are too tight. All this <laughs> stuff, absolute Uh-oh. crazy. But um, yeah, a real surprisingly emotional moment. Yeah, it and is. Uh, you know, um, uh, <laughs> Elizabeth's well, it... going back to her abusive real life husband. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things I love in wrestling as well about the real and the fake. Yeah. And what you have there is you have Randy Savage, who is actually giving it up for a bit, mm. and he's saying goodbye to the fans. And right. I tell you what, when he sticks Elizabeth on his shoulder at the end of that, yeah. he looks genuinely delighted. Yeah, he's really smiling, and you suddenly. I watched a documentary about him not too long ago and they show him when he's a young man mm. and he doesn't have the beard and he's not wearing glasses so you can see his eyes mm. and he just looks quite handsome. Right. And there's a moment where he's at WrestleMania 7 where he stops looking like a madman and a wild man and he just looks handsome and proud and happy mm. and it's really nice to see. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's... It, uh, it, it, he he's good. He's so mm. good. I, I until we started doing this, I had no idea how great I thought he was. Yeah, and I think he's absolutely great. Yeah. <sighs> and then Bobby Heenan Heenan says, uh, "Here in LA, we know how to handle law and order." Oh. And that was a uh, reference to Rodney, Rodney King. King. Uh, those those are funny ones, <laughs> that because I think I, I I sometimes think that they're just trying a bit too hard, rather than actually mm. making a point. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just a really shit gag. It's like you've got writers for this sort of thing. He's clearly oh, no. just trying something himself. But, uh, but that's the sort of writer, isn't it? Who's been brought over from Letterman, and he's gone. I'm going to make this wrestling hip. Yeah, and he starts going, "Hey, you know what we should have? We should have a wrestler called Rodney King too." And you know, it's all this trying to be hip. And uh, wrestling is better when it exists within its own confines. Yeah, don't worry about the outside <laughs> world. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh dear. Uh, and then, and then Regis Philbin is racist towards two Japanese. Yeah. Men. So you get Alex Trebek doing an interview uh, with Demolition after yes. that, and uh, Mr. Fuji. And Mr. Fuji refers to Demolition's Jap opponents. Um, mm. Alex Trebek then repeats that. I think that could be cut. I <laughs> I don't think that that that's a key piece of information that needs conveyed to in, in that interview no. to let us see what is one of the worst matches in mm-hmm. WrestleMania history. Well, well, well Regis to uh, Genichiro Ken, uh, Tenryu and you and uh, Genichiro Koji, Tenru and Koji Katao. Yeah, Koji Katao. Um, he just he can't speak any Japanese and they can't speak in English, so yeah. he just shouts 
like Kawasaki yeah, and Toyota. Stuff. Toyota. And they and they and turn they go, to each oh, other and go, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And credit to Tenru, because he doesn't just go, ah, oh, Toyota. He sort of turns to Koji Katao and sort of has a conversation, <laughs> which I imagine translates to something like him going, oh, the guy just here has just sort of said Toyota. Is, you know, it's a bit racist, isn't it? But, you know, what, what, what do you do? <laughs> we'll uh, and Koji Katao sort of stands there and he is... Uh, uh, at the time, WWF had a working relationship with a new Japanese company right. called SWS. Uh, and SWS had been founded by one of Japan's largest um, eyeglass manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... It's like when Nintendo started as like a card trading company. Exactly. Just a weird kind of flip. The idea was it would compete with the long-standing Japanese federations, which are All Japan Pro Wrestling and right. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, okay. Uh, and SWS ran for a couple of years. Mm. Uh, it, it had financial trouble very, very quick, even though this eyeglass company was incredibly wealthy. Um, <laughs> the main star was... Um, Genichiro Tenru, and Tenru is one of the big Japanese stars of the uh, 80s and into the 90s. Right. Um, Koji Katao, who's with him, was a guy who they really wanted to push in SWS. Yes. Former sumo wrestler and regarded as being one of the most unprofessional people <laughs> in pro wrestling ever. Why unprofessional? He was a shithead. Right. And he, he, was, uh, he is still alive. Um, uh, Shitedu. Uh, but he is a, <laughs> uh, a former sumo, and I think he thought wrestling was a bit beneath him. Yes. And they took him very seriously within Japanese wrestling because he had a legitimate sports background. Yes, okay. So he did, when it came to doing stuff with the WWF, so he did this match at WrestleMania. Mm. They also did a number of shows, WWF versus SWS right. in Japan. And he went up in one of those shows just after this against Earthquake, mm. John Tenta, who also had a sumo background. Mm. And he shot. So when you shoot on someone, it's that you stop cooperating. Yes, okay. And you want a legitimate fight. And <laughs> how, do, how do you... But how do you dress up? I, 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 I do understand that, but I just don't understand how you... <laughs> how you disguise a legitimate fight in as a wrestling match. It's instantly recognisable because mm. it grinds to a halt. Right. And what happens in this is... They start, and Koji Katao just begins being difficult. So Earthquake is sort of like grappling with him. Mm. And Koji Katao just walks away. And right. then Earthquake tries it again. And Koji Katao just walks away. Right. And Koji Katao, they just stand staring at each other. And Earthquake is clearly saying, be professional. Yep. What are you doing? And Koji Katao starts doing low kicks, you know, which are genuine to the knees kicks. And so Earthquake hits him a couple of times. Yeah. And it's just the two of them, Koji Katao staring blankly at Earthquake, while Earthquake loses his fucking temper. He's boiling over, <laughs> screaming at him. Where was this match? This is in Japan. Right. And it was basically, he looked at them and he went, well, this is cartoony. I'm a proper athlete. I'm yep. not going to play along with this. Yeah. It's happened before. There's a famous, the, probably the most famous shoot match of all time is between Akira Maeda, who went on to sort of popularise shoot fighting in mm. Japan, who was a wrestler. And he shot against Andre the Giant. Right. And, uh, Andre was a very, very big man, big man back then. This is before WrestleMania 3. He's still mobile. Mm. And Maeda just kept out of his way and he hacked away at his legs with kicks, hacked yeah. away at his knees, and Andre simply couldn't get near him. Mm. And Andre ends up going down and just waiting on the floor trying to get to him. It's a very famous shoot match. These things are unwatchable. But what happens out of it horribly is the people who are unprofessional often make names for themselves. Right. So people know they've gone, oh, this isn't fake. He's not a faker. Yeah. And, so, and back then... You know, KFA wasn't as, you know... No. Uh, people 
sort of thought it was... People noticed that something different had happened. Yeah. And that that's sort of a very old-fashioned thing, like, like Koji Katao. He did this, you know, again and again. People mm. talked about how stiff he was, how unprofessional. He was a shit wrestler. I mean, yeah. a shit pro wrestler. Mm. And then you see him being, like, awful with people like Earthquake, who are just trying to work. Yeah. And they've got this thing about, I'm better than you. Well, mm. do you know what, mate? I like Earthquake, and I think you're a prick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't come here to watch dickheads yeah. fight. I could go to the town Egg- and watch that. Exactly. Koji Katao does go on to do sort of MMA. Um, mm. He doesn't do too badly, but there are some really enjoyable ones where people kick him in the head and he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> Which I watched again and again. <laughs> yeah. um, Tenru is seen as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. The easiest mm. parallel is is sort of just saying he's a he's a cross between Hogan and Flair, right? Uh, because he's not got the the great sort of flair skills uh, or the great sort of skills of a lot of the great Japanese wrestlers, but he was hugely popular. Mm. So he's a better wrestler than Hogan. He's almost more sort of charismatic and popular uh, than flair. Mm. It's a very cheap way of doing it, but he was a huge legitimate star. Right. So okay. that's why they gave him this match, yeah. sort of help him out and, and start a working relationship. Yeah. The match itself is terrible. They'd mm. never used them on TV before. Nobody knew who they were. Um ah, you know, a bit of a disaster. That was business. This was a business match. A, bu- business. a business. Two business. Match. Two businessmen. Um, uh, big boss man. Uh, uh, my notes here are just: um, Did he always have a Confederate flag on his shirt? Yep. Apparently, that might be the case. Yep. Lord Alfred Hayes back. Back, bitches. There's so much electricity. I'm getting shocked all over. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's clearly sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> They've put up some brilliant home videos from this period, ninety-one to ninety-two, on yep. the network, and they are ones where they basically gone. Fucking hell, we've just got these shitty matches, don't know what to do. They go, why don't you do some kind of drama involving Lord Alfred Hayes? So, we haven't met him yet, but there's a great one where, I'm Lord Alfred Hayes, and today I'll be teaching Kamala, the Ugandan giant, to bowl! What? To go bowling? Yeah, it's a whole thing where they keep coming back where he teaches Kamala to do temping bowling. This is high art. Quite odd. Is that the same? Because somebody put out a video of him and oh, one of the other presenters who's been seen earlier in this WrestleMania. It's a lot of his, and it's mm. in like a Star Trek parody. I think they did a few different episodes. He he did a lot because he did and he do tried these to do a Scottish. He did do a Scottish kind of Scotty. Um, There's quite a lot of home videos where he's on safari with Gorilla Monsoon and stuff. Fantastic. And I, I was watching one the other day that was absolutely brilliant, where he goes back <laughs> to the British Bulldog School in Lancashire. It's a, right. close to a place called Goldbourne. Yeah, and he goes back with. The bulldog, as the bulldog becomes huge. Yeah. And Alfred has obviously known him for a long time because they were actually, funnily enough, working on the same, the same cards time. in Britain yes. in the sort of, you know, the 70s. Mm. And Lord Alfred Hayes does an interview with the bulldog. Lord Alfred Hayes, not the world's greatest interviewer. Bulldog, <laughs> not the world's greatest interviewee. <laughs> and it, it, it almost comes to that point where Alfred's going, did you go through this door here? And the bulldog goes, oh, no, I can't remember. And he goes, wonderful stuff. (laughs) If only people had been able to watch that, they'd have gone, I love this so much, I'm interested to see what wrestling is. (laughs) It's a nice in, Kamala and and Lord Alfred here. Going bowling. Going bowling. The intonation's not quite there. (laughs) I I don't know what I'm doing, but I learnt some lines and I'm just doing them anyway. (laughs) Marvellous stuff. Can you face the camera? I can do that. (laughs) Well, you're not Lord Alfred here, you're just not. Um, We'll probably have to wrap up very soon with this episode, but Under the Giant... Back, yes. back from holiday, it looks like. I thought you were going to say back and better than ever. <laughs> no, uh, just no, back, very much. No. He's got just right off his... He's arrived in a crate, and he's uh, he's back yep. in, a, in, a, in a... I, I If you'd have asked me to put everything I own on the fact that Andre the Giant is on crutches at this WrestleMania, 
I'd have said, of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when he came out without crutches, I could not believe it. Yeah. I, I had such an image of him just being broken down <laughs> that to see him just walk, again, I, you know, I love Andre, and I, it, just, it was like, oh, that was a special treat. Well, he walks in uh, at, at a fair whack, like a surprisingly fair whack, and then he gets the, uh, he, has to ha- he has to really lean on that ring. Yes. <laughs> really. And he has to hit Mr. Perfect with the Intercontinental Belt, and it certainly looks like Perfect is expecting to be hit two or three times before he actually gets hit. <laughs> but, hey, look, it's Andre, and yeah. if you're, if you're going to slag him off, I, I swear to God, I will, I will take your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> I will shoot you as many times as that, that wrestler got shot. Yeah, and another textbook performance by Mr. Perfect. Just yeah. absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and Heenan back again, Grafton. Good yeah. Lord. Good yeah. Lord. Um, yes, uh, so uh, we've come to the end of another show. Yep. Well, we're not even trying to stretch these out. We're just, no. There's just too much to talk about. Go. I mean, we, we haven't even got to Virgil yet. No. <laughs> no. Good no. Lord. I mean, that's... Are we going to have to start the show with Virgil next time? No, we're going to start it with the, with the with the headline match, Earthquake versus Greg Valentine. Nice. Something okay. to look forward to. <laughs> and by this time, he's 27, Earthquake. <laughs> Inexplicably. Uh, if you want to get to the show, as always, it's shortwrestlemepod.com. You can find us on Twitter as well. There's all kinds of nonsense being retweeted because uh, as every new episode uh, arrives, uh, people sort of tweet us mad shit that they found. Absolutely. And I think, I think you know, I'll try and put up as many links to things that we yes. talk about in this show but if I have like Mr. Mount or you can find stuff from the same period yeah. that we should really see I, yeah. I mean I'd love to see I love, I love the community of people who ex- exactly know what we all want to see and that's the side <laughs> of wrestling that is genuinely hilarious exactly. all day the, long the people who uh, the people who actually have gone back and researched like Wrestlemania 3 because they they know we're going to be talking about it next week yeah, I, love it, I love it I love it you know my, my dream is that sooner or later we're going to compile all this stuff mm. and then unbound will come calling and we will have a book that literally is available for three days before the WWE absolutely ban it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly certain we could just get involved in Unbound, Mark. Oh. I, I think I mean Penguin. At least go for Penguin. That's the one I meant. Yes. Yeah. Which is which is the one for losers? Unbound. Right, yeah, no, I meant Penguin. With, with apologies to all the people who I know personally who have released books <laughs> Unbound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll Thanks, be back. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. Lovely. Bye. Ah, look. Oh, you've waited, haven't you? You haven't turned off the podcast. No, we and, nearly did. We and, thought we were gone. <laughs> but I tell you, I tell you, brave boys and girls who mm. sit through right to the end of podcasts sometimes yeah. get rewarded, don't they? Exactly. We didn't plug this at the start of the show because, to be quite frank, we've got to do it. But, <laughs> WrestleCrate UK. They can mm. be found on Twitter at WrestleCrate UK and also on their, their website, WrestleCrate.co.uk. They ship to Europe, they ship to Australia, New Zealand, they ship all over the place, to be they quite They do. Frank. And if you're in the UK, you get your own special. UK WrestleCrate box. Oh. Different yeah. from the other ones. So if you're unfamiliar with loot boxes, basically um, every month or every period of time um, you get sent a mysterious box with, with lovely things in it. Packed and it's... full of exciting and exclusive goodies. And the best thing about wrestling is there's all kinds of nonsense flying Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Got like really, really good and interesting stuff. You go, oh, and even yeah. stuff you're not that familiar with, you're like, oh, what's this? All and of then it you, is great. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, sometimes you get something and you go, I'd forgotten about this wrestler. <laughs> and what it does is it opens up a little window to yeah. going, I'm now going to, at work, look at all of their things <laughs> until I can go home. Yes. So you will find yourself doing that. I can absolutely... I, they are a, a delightful thing. And yes. we are going to be giving one away. We're giving away a loot crate, guys. So, um, you know, buckle in. Uh, we've got a question for you guys. 
And this is the question. Mm. It's which WrestleMania superstar recently incriminated himself in the unsolved 1987 murder of two teenage boys in Arkansas? Mark, I need to read these questions before you read them. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but no, that's fine. That's, you know, it's fine. Yeah, the, the problem is it could be a lot of wrestlers, couldn't it? Exactly. So do you want to read the, the horrible question again? Which WrestleMania superstar recently incriminated himself in the unsolved 1987 murder of two teenage boys in Arkansas? <laughs> if you know the answer, send your name and your address to show at WrestleMePod.com and, uh, yeah, we'll be selecting one person at random to receive their loot crate. I can almost guarantee that there'll be nothing involving this horrible wrestler in that crate. <laughs> or maybe there will. Mark, we got to go. <laughs> A hand. Oh, no. Please. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.